0: 4.7s Ryan and Tanya.
1: Ooh, today is going to be a good day. This is Weekend Breakfast oh! with Ryan and Tanya.
2: Yes, good morning. Ryan, John and Tanya Hennessy hanging out with you through till 9am this morning. It is Mother's Day weekend. Tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow, big day. Uh, it's been a massive Mother's Day week.
0: Particularly for you.
2: Yeah. Um, so I, I put this video online earlier in the week uh, talking about the fact that I was adopted and never met my biological mum. and uh,
0: It's gone crazy.
2: It's, it's gone. It was like
0: five million views. You're on The Project. You're on Sunrise. You've been... Everywhere.
2: Yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty busy and overwhelming week, and a lot of people have messaged me with their stories because it turns out this is a lot more common than you think, and it turns out that everyone knows someone with a story.
0: In our building alone, so many yep. people have been coming up to us, or particularly you, and going, Oh, my mum's adopted, yep. I'm adopted, my two sisters are adopted. It's just opened such a big dialogue that Seemingly hadn't been had before.
2: Mm, it is strange now, so openly, thinking I that it, it, it wasn't discussed that much. Sometimes it's maybe it's it's taboo or something in generations prior to ours. It was a bit of a shameful thing, and you yeah, keep it in maybe. the dark. But not anymore. And after it eight be. yeah. And after eight o'clock this morning, like I said, a lot of people have messaged me with their stories, and we're going to have them on the show. And uh, some of these stories are unbelievable.
0: Some of them will break your heart as well.
2: Yeah. So that's coming up after eight o'clock this morning. Uh, but Tanya, you got was it? You found this name I, I actually hate it when people have their name spelt wrong. Oh,
0: okay, her name was Rebecca. She right, sent me yeah. an email and it was spelt R A E B E K A Double H. Ray Becker, not a no, name.
2: Not a name. So thirteen ten sixty. And it 10, took
0: me 60. so long because I kept staring at it, being like, Wow, how do you say that?
2: No, that yeah, I just I wouldn't even reply to the email in disgust. Yeah, but well. here's the number, <laughs> thirteen ten sixty Sydney. Give us a call if your name's spelt wrong.
0: Yeah, it spelled up. weird. No, spelled wrong. strange. Okay, well...
2: Right. Well, you tell me what your name is, and then I'll tell you how it should be spelled.
0: Okay. Bullying
1: next. <laughs> <laughs> this is Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.
2: But right now, 131060... Is your name spelt wrong? Yeah, now, you disagree with that because you say, well, well I, it's not wrong. It's, it's just how you spell maybe it.
1: Maybe weird if your name is spelled weird
0: because I think wrong means, like, well, it's a bit mean. So I got this email from this chick and her name was Rebecca, but it took me so long to so figure what? out if her name was actually Rebecca yeah. because it was spelt like this. Yeah. R-A-E-B-E-K-A-H. So, Ray-Beck-A. And I looked at it going... What is
2: Ruby. that? She's is she, American. I was, was going to say, was she from Louisiana or somewhere in the deep south? I think
0: Ohio. Oh, that's not too good.
2: So bad. is that the deep south? No. Mm. No, it's the don't dirty know the north. I do well. yeah. um, Let's go to Amber from Ride. Amber, how do you spell your name?
0: So it's A-M-B-A. <laughs>
2: I'll stop you right there. It's A-M-B-E-R, right? Uh,
0: no. Does it it annoy you because it's slightly different? Uh, Well, so like in the 80s, clearly my
3: parents were hippies and decided (laughs) that it was something that they just wanted to do. But I have to tell you, the terrible parenting actually carries on because I named my son Toby and I threw an E in it, T-O-B-E-Y.
0: But so he spends his life with the same <laughs> terrible parenting line that I was
3: given, <laughs> and uh, now he's going to do the
0: same. Yeah, is
2: thing he going to pass and... it down from generation to generation?
3: Exactly. If I had to put up with it, he has to put up with it.
2: <laughs> so. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how parenting works. <laughs> um, let's go to Kate. Kate, uh, who's got the poorly spelt name?
3: Oh, it's my daughter. All
2: right, and uh, what what is her name?
3: Emily. Oh, Emily. No. So
2: obviously it is E M I L Y. No, <laughs>
3: it's E M I E L
0: <laughs> Y. That's like smiley with an E. That's alright.
2: Smile <laughs> M smiley with an. E. Oh, just what? show me what, Show me on your piece of. tan has been writing these down. <laughs> oh no, no, that's not correct.
3: No. No, it's after my great-great-grandmother, and I thought it was just, oh, that's a weird name. Maybe it's, like, from England or something, because that's where she's from. Mm -hmm. But it was her father who was drunk and wrote the name wrong.
1: (laughs) 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 It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. Ryan and Tanya is... What? She's just buying time. No, no, that's not... Verbal Ping Pong.
0: Oh, boys, I've been waiting for this all week. Verbal Ping Pong. It is a category-style game. You can't get one wrong, you can't think too long, and you can't repeat one. Producer Maddie, you're in as the judge-adjudicator. Ryan, you're stretching up. Boy. I'm
2: feeling good, so I feel like you are leading seven four, and now it's seven six. Or so. is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on so the comeback if I get the, trail. The comeback trail it won't be a comeback because I'm going to be. I could be ahead. We well, you're not yet. So well, you know, so so the, well,
0: you know calm away. down the cockiness because you're not there yet. Don't tell me to do. Oh God! <laughs> All right, Maddie.
4: <laughs> All right, you you're both in the zone, Ryan, especially you. <laughs> you've you've limped up, 10. How are you feeling?
0: Um, yes.
4: You good? This one's going to yes. be really fun. I was going to say fun. aroused,
0: and oh, I did anyway. Anyway,
4: well, yeah, there Here we, we are. Good morning, folks. <laughs> All right, your first category, guys. We're ready to go. Jamie Oliver touched down in Oz earlier in the week to buy back his chain of Jamie's Italian restaurants. Oh. Your first category, this will be fun. I so. didn't read Bank that in rubs. the news. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity chefs. Take <laughs> it away, Ryan. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Pierre White.
2: George Columbaris. <laughs> oh, God.
0: God, I don't. See, no, Jamie, Jamie, all the time.
2: No, that does not count. that's just scary. Not all the time. No, last week, no, last week we did. Uh,
0: uh, last week we did Harry Potter characters. Ryan said Harry Potter, and you approved it. And now Matt, you're, you're saying here. that I can't do the same thing. Did he? No, he's
4: yes, a character he in. Did. No, he's a character in Harry Potter. It wasn't Still, named. Books.
0: Same thing. You said name a celebrity chef.
4: I'm not sure if he did that 10. I thought He'd, he said... Oh, no, Eddie I Potter. know
0: he did. I listened back to the podcast because <laughs> I'm trying to hear where he goes wrong, where I can win extra points. Well, you but, didn't
2: hear the bit where I looked up Bruno Mars songs on the system.
0: Did you seriously?
2: Matt, you're the boss? One nil. Thank you. Oh,
0: that, that's sexist. What oh, a oh of
4: right of blog, champ. Yeah, <laughs> how...
0: Now, I'm taking this up with HR, Maddie. That's don't, BS. You, don't. No, you
4: ever I. ever accuse me of that, ever.
0: Well, don't do what you just did. All right, next oh, category. Ryan wants to go to the next category. Next
4: category. Harry Styles, did you guys see this? He released a strange clip for his new song, Sign of the Times. The former 1D star also announced that he'll be hitting our shores later in November. Ooh. With shows here in Sydney and Melbourne. How cool. Your second category? In more theatre. Close and personal. One. Really, Enmore? Yeah. A Tan, team. this is a handball yeah. to you, so you're welcome. You'll level it up here. One Direction Singles. Ten, take it away.
0: Well, he's only got one. It's sign of the times.
4: No, wrong. One Direction Dude, that's Singles. Wrong. Oh, crap. That's wrong.
0: See you later. That is a
4: win.
2: I was thinking about how intimate Enmore is and how big of a star Harry Styles is. Seven all. Seven. Tanya was getting all uppity about how great she is at Verbal Ping Pong no, and then don't just. Don't look at me like
0: that, Maddie. Don't look at me like that. I'm mad at you for the, the most Harry
2: Potter. Disgraceful thing. efforts of all time oh, in Verbal Ping Pong. Shut up, Brian. Good on
1: you! You've won. You've you had don't need one to answer answer about in it. In two
2: questions,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm bloody tired. This is Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. Ryan, I want you to
0: tell me when you hear the red flag. I'm going to tell you a okay. story, and I want you to tell me at which point you would have pulled the pen. Okay. That's cool. the sound. Here's the news.
2: When you <laughs> oh no, okay, you haven't started yet. Okay,
0: when you do that sound effect, I will know that you would have just walked away from this situation. Okay, okay, so. I have really stupid migraines and they're really mm. annoy me and I'm trying to get rid of them and I'm doing everything. I'm trying to get a really good remedial masseuse. Right. So I want legit. I'm talking clinical. I want to be in a, uh, an establishment where they take my health fund. They're... Wearing white, preferably. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want it stock standard. I want them to get the trigger points in the back of my neck and I want my migraine to go away. But most importantly, I want it to be legit. So I go online and I Google the first
2: place. (laughs) Let let me. If you want legit, stay away from the internet. We have to. (laughs) I
0: just Googled remedial massages, Canberra. And the first one that I thought sounded legit, Mm -hmm. well, again, tell me when you hear the red flag. (laughs) I call up, ring, ring. Hello, yes, I would like to get a remedial massage. Do you do that? Yes, definitely. I do remedial massage. And I'm going, heaven. Yep. And then she goes, uh, I don't have health insurance, though. Well, I do. It depends if the machine works. The Red flag or no red flag? You're already out. What's the machine? The machine is the, you know, the high caps or whatever it is to oh, make okay, right. the health insurance work. Well, if work. the
2: person's saying, I don't know if my machine's working...
0: Well, she says it sometimes works. Would you be out at this point? Remember, I'm looking for a really legit place.
2: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably let that one slide, so what's next? Well, I
0: continued, though, because I thought, no, nah, I really need this. And she said to me, uh, when you say trigger point, if you show me where the trigger points are, I dare say I can probably do it. Mm. And I'm going, if I have to show you, you
2: yeah, you, are the I, miss- do, I do worry. <laughs> You're pu- the masseuse. You're out already. You, you tell me. You,
0: yeah, anyway, and I said to her, the thing is, the reason I need you to know the trigger points is because I've got migraines, so I need you to get into the back of my neck mm. so I can have some relief. And she goes, "Oh well, <laughs> you won't even need remedial massage." And I'm like, "You're rem- remedial masseuse? Don't, I mean, don't good lord." She goes, out of job. <laughs> "I have the elixir of life, so you won't even need the massage."
2: What's an elixir, mate? I
0: it? said to her, "What is the elixir of life?" And she yeah. said, "You don't. You won't believe it. People won't publicise it because it's so good, and I invented it here." And I was like, okay, (laughs) I know, I know, I know. In my house, it's a solution based of water and salt. And I was like, well, I could probably do that at home.
2: Yeah, I think the ocean already has one of those. (laughs)
0: She was like, I have it. And I was like, okay. And remember, I'm looking for legit. Yep. And then I said to her, well, when are you free? I don't know why I've continued, by the way. Because oh. at this point, as soon as I heard Elixir of Life, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh,
2: no, but you, you've been she, battling migraines for a while. So you got to test the options. Oh, yeah,
0: I was, yeah, I was just like, whatever. Anyway, she goes, uh, I said to her, when are you free? And she goes, depends when my husband's around. And I was like, so... I mean, what does that mean?
2: What does that mean? Is he <laughs> hold the elixir of life? <laughs> is he? Do you drink from his fountain? <laughs> I, um,
0: I just was like, what do you mean, your husband? Why is he even in this equation? Anyway, he has to mind
2: our kids, so they're not in the room.
0: Maybe because then the next question was, where are you based? Because it had an address and I thought, mm. I'm just going to double check where that is. Yep. You know, is it is it in a mall? Where is it? And she goes, yeah, um, I operate out of my house and you'll see it from the street because it's got strings of beads on the door. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The combination no, of
0: elixir of
1: life, beads on the door and her husband being home. No <laughs> way! You, I'm going to a Westfield <laughs> to get a $2 massage and a chair. It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. So
0: old mate Ryan John, who sits to the left of me, has done an incredible video about never meeting his biological mother. It's gone viral, it's gone across the country. In fact, it's gone international. If you want to check out the video for yourself, if you haven't already seen it, I dare say you have, it's at the Today FM Facebook
2: page. Yeah, and thank you to everyone who sent through some really kind messages and sharing their own stories. And after 8 o'clock, we're going to have a really nice hour here on Today FM. This girl called Angela is going to tell us her story. She'd never met her biological mother and at the age of 40, someone tapped her on the shoulder and said, you look familiar. Can I ask a question?
5: You're giving me goosebumps. What
2: happened that day is unbelievable. We will hear that story coming up soon.
0: So I was listening to two of the girls here at work have a conversation in the toilet. I was in the toilet and Mm -hmm. they were like washing their hands. Yep. And (laughs) I didn't leave because it was so good. And one of the most girly conversations I've ever heard. Now, I think with this, Mm. because I'm going to get you guys to read the conversation out loud, um, every girl listening is going to be like, I've had that moment. This has happened to me. But I think you boys would have no idea that girls do this. Because but it's I'd be that interested ridiculous? to know. No, no, no. I'd just be interested to know if you guys know that this is what we do. This is secret girl chat.
2: Secret girl. Are you, are you like breaking a code? Maybe here? I, I am.
0: Maybe I am. So, uh, Ryan, you can oh, be. Oh, God. Rachel. I read the first line and I just. <laughs> the first bit's not I even... I asked
2: you if it started with a P and ended in an area and then you went. <laughs> well, I said maybe. You said maybe. So,
0: uh, Ryan, you can be Rachel, Matt, you can be Michelle. So I'm girl ones, I mean? You are. Okay. Let's do some meow
2: The first line is just. just.
4: unbelievable. (laughs) Hey, I... I can't even say it. I think I've synced with you. Yeah, we totally have, which means it's all the girls in the office with the same date now. Hilaire. Not hilaire. For anyone else who has to work with
2: them. It's It's awful for us as well. It's going to be hell in the office for those five days. Jesus.
4: I mean, P.S. I'm thinking about getting a breast reduction. Well, I got mine done, obviously,
2: and it's great. <laughs> uh, if you're thinking about thinking about it, see my guy; he's
4: amazing. I mean, it hurts, doesn't it? Uh, oh,
0: sorry. Uh, Subtle restart.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does hurt, but it's so worth it. Do you want to see
2: mine? Absolutely, you would, you dirty. <laughs> uh, this is
0: a platonic thing, by the way.
2: Oh, um, you want to see? You should, absolutely. Uh, when they are fake, they don't even feel like they're your own. Honestly. So oh, when you man. get a reduction, do they still?
0: Sorry, this is this is. Uh... Don't hold
2: yourself. Why you explain?
0: Sorry. <laughs> so um, the first girl's talking about a reduction. The other girl is saying that she's had them done. Oh, so right, she's okay. she's had sorry. a boob job.
4: Aha, uh-huh. uh, Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. back. Sorry. On track. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, no, Crap.
0: Cool, scripting. Cool
4: cool, cool. cool. Oh man, they're amazing. Like so good. Touch them. They are so lifelike. They feel so natural and amazing. You
2: are the worst scriptwriter. We've swapped characters. Oh, look at <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like characters. Like, I've got great
2: boobs. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> I was on Facebook at the same time. <laughs> I wasn't really concentrating.
2: Uh, thanks. The best 8K I've ever spent. Seriously, grab them.
4: I feel like I went further with you in the work toilets than a man in a long, long time.
2: For reals, because you're obviously a fat loser. Anyway, <laughs> I legit have nothing to do at work today. Talk soon, babe.
4: You too. Thanks for that. Did you guys
0: know that girls... Show each other their boobs if they're fake. Well, they show them if they're not fake, but particularly if they're, they're fake.
2: fake. I've seen girls grab other girls' fake boobs. I've and seen... can I say, I am 100% <laughs> for it. It is a great time. I've seen
0: so many boobs in bathrooms of girls I don't know. Mm. And every time I'm like, great boobs, and they like, touch them. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Just squeezing both boobs in a toilet of a stranger. And I think if a guy was in here, they'd be like, oh my God.
2: This is hot, or either that, or she can't find a towel <laughs> yeah. to dry her hands on.
1: <laughs> this is weekend. Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya. Ooh, today is gonna be a good day. This is weekend breakfast. Oh. With Ryan and
2: Tanya. Yes, Ryan, John, and Tanya Hennessy hanging out with you through till nine o'clock this morning. Hey, Mother's
0: Day tomorrow. But also, it's the start of Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in Ooh. Sydney. Yes. Guess who's going?
2: You got your frock ready?
0: Oh, I've got my Suzanne Grey slacks. I'm gonna wear.
2: Suzanne slacks. This is
0: not fashion music.
2: What else do you want?
0: Monty Burns, ma 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 Monty Burns. This is my
2: fancy music. Or do you want?
0: There you go, yeah. yeah. I actually have been to Fashion Week before, believe it or not. This is my second Fashion Week. So what are you doing at Can Fashion Week? Can you even deal? Um, one of my friends got tickets and someone else pulled out and there I am. There you are. So what are you saying? I'm going like- to Dion Lee and I thought that mm-hmm. was a girl. It is a guy.
2: I didn't even know that was a person. Yeah. it was a brand name. I don't
0: know. I'm going because you get a free bag of stuff. So I was like, someone else pulled out. I am in. I'll what do I that. get for free? Yut la Year before or whenever in 2013, mm. I got a USB and I still use fancy. it.
2: What? Tell me, mm. what does Dion Lee? Where does that rank? What sort of stuff oh, it's do like, they do? This is
0: the opening show on Sunday, and then right. it'll run for the rest of the week at Carriage mm-hmm. Works, which is like just I love Carriage Works, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I think he rates really high. Like, yeah,
2: what sort of stuff? Are we, like, it's like real basic, I, I clean, actually know nothing about um,
0: fashion, so. like olive. Navy whites Like really quite monochromatic But then I don't know I don't, yeah. I'm talking like I know fashion I'm so mad. I'm literally going for a free bag of stuff. (laughs) Let's be clear, okay?
2: All right, good luck. (laughs) Yeah, good
0: luck. I'm going in cotton on, so definitely good luck. All
2: right, uh, coming up next, uh, and for the rest of this hour, you're going to hear some amazing stories about mums in Sydney and right around Australia. Uh, And next, uh, I'll tell you about my particular situation. I've never met my biological mother, and I'll explain why that's like... It's actually it's really tricky this time of year and the most of sort of hardest part of that. So we'll do that up next. It's
1: time. Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.
0: Mate, it has been a hard old week for you. You've spoken very honestly and very publicly about something that has happened in your life. Um, you've never met your biological mother.
2: Yep. Yep. And uh, yes, yeah, so I posted that video on Sunday. Yeah. And it yep. went
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. How many is it up to? Like five million
2: Yeah, some, something like that.
0: Crazy. Yeah. And so mm. many people have just been like... I'm adopted, or my cousin's adopted, or there's just been so many stories that have come out of this. You went on Sunrise, looked heaven, went on The Project. It was unbelievable. And how's the reaction been for you? Because... I don't know how you're still standing because so many people have just been messaging you and writing to you or even just seeing you in the street and wanting to talk to you about this.
2: Yeah, I had a lady hug me at the uh, IGA the really? other day. That was yeah. weird. And she didn't say anything. She just kind of walked up with her arms out. as if like, like is, oh, that, wow. is, that, is that okay? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what was interesting is that when I explain, like, with my birth mother that I'm really thankful for all that she did, a lot of people are surprised by that. Myself included. Yeah, and... Um, I think in this day and age, if you are pregnant and you don't want a baby, you just don't have the baby, Mm -hmm. um, which is fine. But, um, like, it just reminds me how bloody lucky I am to be here. And and I always, that's, what's what I think about it. Like I could have not been born, uh, but this person was so grateful and generous with her time and her body. And, you know, they, they gave me my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I sort of talked about this and like you were saying, a lot of people are surprised that, and I think the movies depict us adoptees as someone who <laughs> finds out when they're 16 yes, and they get moment. angry and you're not my mom. don't tell me what to do. But the reality is, is that we, we know the whole time. It's never a moment. Yeah. It's just your story and you know, and I didn't think, and I'd never met another person that felt the way I did. And then what's been surprising is that it turns out there is literally tens of thousands of people with exactly the same story as me and have the same thoughts and feelings. And what's, I guess, a little bit sad is they all as well thought, oh, I, I thought I was
0: the only one. The only one.
2: And what's been really nice is that even in the comments section of my Facebook page and on the Save M Facebook page, these adoptees are, are finding one another and being like, Oh, I can't believe, you know, there's someone else like me and they're they're catching up and they're talking about it and
0: I was actually really shocked to see all that dialogue happen as yeah. well. And really I, like it warmed my heart and yeah. I've just been bawling my eyes out the whole week. I don't know how yeah. there's liquid still in you, to I be know, honest. I've, I've
2: cried so many times. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've heard so many beautiful stories this week but I, for me the, the fact that there was all these people that felt they were the only one and they're not is um is super nice and I think maybe my generation is the first generation where it's not this uh, you taboo. Know, swept under the rug taboo like mm, oh the mm. baby gets taken off and I think it's a really positive story. Um, my mum and dad were told... After eight years of trying to have children, mm. sorry, uh, IVS failed twice. It's not going to be possible. You're not going to be parents. Yeah, and um,
0: that's tough.
2: Yeah, and uh, and now they are. And and like that's a good story. And they
0: got you when that you were six weeks old. And yeah. I, every time I I hear or think about this, I, I just imagine uh, Mandy, your mum, who mm. is just such a wonderful woman, seeing you for the first time and and taking you home and. And here we are, almost thirty years later.
2: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, Actually, God, the odds of us, of me being like right here, right now, are so slim. And um, with the
0: best adoptive mother and father you could yeah, have gotten, hey,
2: they're legends. But here's, um, and you can hear in my voice already. Oh, uh, the email has just ruined me this week. I've, I've taken the names and details out of this, but yeah. um, it says, "Hello, Ryan. Um, I have two beautiful children." And sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <It's
0: all right. laughs>
2: and have often considered donating my eggs so that people unable to have children can experience the same joy I have, but I've never gone through with it. After seeing your video, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. There are so many potential great mums and dads who can't have their own children, and it's thanks to people like your birth mum, Who've given them a family. Thank you, Ryan, for helping with a decision I've been considering for a long time.
0: That's a pretty incredible gift to give to somebody and to to inspire someone to do something like that. Like,
2: yeah, I, like, I've read this like so many times, and like, still it gets me I every time. I like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, thank you. But does that you. not
0: make you feel like, you know, putting your story out there? It's, it's all worth it because of a, an email like that. Like that is – I mean, how does that make you feel?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. And I, I've said to you during the week, Tan, like I thought like my friends and family might have an interest maybe, maybe. but I didn't think overall <laughs> people would really care and not yeah. in a n- not nice way, but it's like, well, it's my story. You know, they've got their own lives You've... and their own problems. But to think that it's affected people to that extent. I've had lots of birth mothers as well just saying I've never met my biological child and just thank you. Yeah. Um, You've connected
0: with so many people and and I dare say changed lives and you've been so brave and so strong this week and you've put your heart on your sleeve and it's incredible and thank you so much for sharing your story.
2: No worries. And lots of people have messaged us, Tan, and said, I'd love to share my story. And uh, we've got a couple of crackers uh, lined up and a lot of people are calling on 131060 now, but next we're going to meet a guy who has never met his biological mother but he thinks there was one time when he might have spoken with her.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. A, this, this story's given me
2: goosebumps. Um, we yeah. haven't
0: even gotten
2: there. It's
1: weekend breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.
2: It is Mother's Day tomorrow and uh, it's, a, it's a tricky day for me because I've never personally met my, my biological mother and I, I made a video during the week and have been chatting about adoption and... You it can was, check out the video, by the way, yeah, at the Today a, FM Facebook page. Yeah, it sort of feels like it's been a topic that a lot of people just sort of sweep under the rug for years and years. And now that I've spoken about it, the, the happiest thing for me is that a lot of other people have gone, oh, I've got exactly the same story and I feel exactly the same way. And I had no idea that I wasn't alone. It feels um, like it's
0: just opened this giant box and uh, giant box of emotion for so many people. Um, Alan's given us a call on 131060. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Um, wh- what's your
3: story? Well, first of all, I saw your clip and uh, like it was very raw and real, mate. It, it, it tugged on my own heartstrings being an adopted child. And I was born on the twentieth of October, nineteen sixty nine, in Newcastle. Um, yep. My birth mother was um, in a, a convent for unmarried mothers, wow. um, yeah. so I was one of those children born in that era in the late sixties and. Um, when my mum and dad who are both now deceased but when they adopted me at six weeks old they actually had five babies to pick from
2: so so it's just uh, like uh, like L- like of the draw. Like of the when you go get a puppy from the show and they're in the th- the thing and you just go yeah that one
3: absolutely oh. and and it really does my head in if I think about that too much yeah, because I wouldn't her. be with my wife and have the children I have now and the job I've got. The fact had they picked another child, so just if I think it. too much about that, it certainly plays on the the heartstrings a little bit.
0: Alan, have you met your birth mother?
3: No, I haven't. Um, I would love to. Like, I grew up as an only child with no brothers and sisters in a small family, and now I my own family, with my own wife, and kids is a large family, and I love a large family, and I, I often feel that part of me is missing. And I always think of my own birthday, you know, I was 20th of October, so my own birthday, every time it comes around, I, I think, well, my mother, if she was still alive, would be thinking of me on that day. Same as Mother's Day.
2: Yeah, because I, I, I've always said and, and hoped that my birth mother um, sort of had me and then sort of forgot about me and just sort of was able to move on. But the response I've got, every single person said there's no way they would ever, like, not think about yeah, you. Yeah,
3: they'd be well, constantly... Particularly on your birthday and Mother's Day, It's um, you know, it's, if they're still living, they would have to think about you on those days.
2: What would you, like, what would you say to your birth mother, Alan? Because uh, people ask me that, and I, I just have, if it actually happened, I just have no idea what I would say or do. Well,
3: the, the easiest question, Ryan, would be that, why? Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be the easiest questions, And then, and that would open up a lot of conversation. And, and then, I suppose, from there, we will, you know, did you have other children? What, you know, tell me about your life, because... Yeah, I, was, I don't know. I don't know. Have, You're watching your clip, mate, and seeing how it affects you and when you when you think about it, you know, unless you've been in that situation, people don't understand. No. And
0: Have you ever been anywhere, Alan, where you felt maybe the presence of, of somebody that potentially could have been your birth parents?
3: Where my birth mother was, um, I believe, and, and this, this is just based on the information I can put together, it was a place called the Villa Maria in Newcastle. Uh, which was a, a convent of sorts for unmarried mothers. I actually found a phone number for that, and I rang it one time, and a lady, an elderly lady, answered it, and her first name was the name that was given to me on the birth notes. Oh, fuck I sort of panicked and went into a bit of a cold sweat, and I think I hung up, to be honest with you. I can't remember now. It was a, few, it was a while ago. Now, that does not mean at all that that was that person, that's pretty freaky. Uh, just though, someone yeah. by that name, um, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was uh, and, you know, I, I actually haven't thought about that. She just asked me that question, and it's, um, it's, yeah, the hairs just stood up on my Sorry, arm. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> no, no, it's all good.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. When I meet someone with the same name as my birth mother, who, when you kind of think about the age. But I'll like look them up and down and sort of be like, oh, would that be the height? That
3: Wow. Every time I bump <laughs> into someone from Newcastle and through my working life that pops up from time to time, I always ask them the question, oh, do you know of wow. this person? Because I have two names. Because on the birth notes I have, there's also a male's name, which is a contact for my birth mother. So I've never had the, the positive answer, but I do ask the question. Mm.
2: Yeah. Far out.
0: Alan, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's, it's no, quite remarkable.
3: Pleasure. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: It's Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.
2: We are chatting about different mums and uh, especially adoption and the adoption process. I've never met my biological mother before. Um, I made a video on Sunday Called uh,
0: gangbusters. Uh,
2: yeah, I thought my friends and family might have been interested. but um, Turns out
0: the well, whole world is. I think yeah. it's got something like five point something mil. You've been on Sunrise. You've been on, uh, what else have you been on? Oh, The Project?
2: Yeah, it's been a busy one. It's been a busy week and uh, it's, it's very overwhelming and I've got so many messages in my inbox and I, I, I thank people for that. Now, one of the people who messaged me is Angela and she was adopted about 45 years ago and uh, had never met her biological mum and this is one of the more amazing Story. So, Angela, thanks for joining us. Where exactly are you from?
5: I live 300k um, north of Adelaide uh, in a little town called Peterborough, and I go to Adelaide quite regularly um, every week for uni. So I drove down to Goula and I hop on the train and hop go into the city and um, was five seconds late for my train and I was standing there thinking, "I'll oh, we'll get the next train." Um, and a lady came up and started talking to me and asked me when the next train was, and she kept looking at me funny, and I just thought, oh, she seems nice. We just started talking. She asked me if I was adopted, and my stomach sank, and I was like, oh, oh, my God. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, she said to me who she was and who her sister was. Her sister happens to be my... Biological mother, and she was my auntie.
2: <gasps> Far out. And and you reckon she knew as soon as she saw you?
5: She knew as soon as she saw me. And um, I've since seen photos of her when she was about nineteen, and I look exactly like my auntie.
2: Far out. And so, did you then with your auntie, and you went and?
5: Uh, yeah, we oh, we ended up going into the city together. We ended up. She ended up calling her sister. And said, you won't believe who I'm sitting next to on the train. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. You know, and, yeah, and um, uh, Lainey just turned around and said, um, or who? And she said, I'm sitting here with your daughter. And she actually hung up on her sister. <laughs> um, and she rang back and she said, Lainey, did you hear me? And she said... Uh, yes, sweetheart, but I want to know, are you playing a cool trick on me? Yeah, yeah. And she said, no, darling. She said, I'm sitting here with her and she's absolutely beautiful and do you want to talk to her? But so I spoke to um, my biological mother and it was um, very emotional and it still doesn't even feel real, but, yeah, it's very emotional and we both got a bit teary and I could hear her getting choked up and she asked me to put her back. To her sister so I did it, um, and then I, we organised that I'd meet um, Lainey and um, yeah we, we met at the train station um, yeah so I met her and Can you just was, right,
2: describe the moment, the first moment you, you saw your mum
5: uh, When I was walking down into the train station um, in Adelaide um, and this woman was walking towards me and i was thinking oh my god this is actually real and that we we were oh, probably about a foot away from each other and she said just stand there she said i just want to look at you and she just looked at me and she was crying and i was crying and she she said oh my god you actually look like your father and your grandmother and I was like, oh, wow, that's even freakier. Mm, yeah. So um, then we hugged and we were crying and all these people were, like, stopping and... Yeah. What's going on? You guys all right? <laughs> and this lady walked past my auntie who was down the station a bit and said, I don't know what's going on there, but I feel like I should be taking photos. It looks like some kind of reunion. And um, my auntie said to the woman, oh, um that's my sister and she's meeting her daughter for the very first time in almost 42 years well the woman balled her eyes out and said I can't go to work now and she went home <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I said to her was I love you mm. and she she sort of I don't think she understood and I said if it wasn't for you how could I not love you if it wasn't for you my parents wouldn't have had me and I wouldn't have had the life I had with beautiful parents mm. so you know, and it was, yeah, it was just very, yeah, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> yeah,
2: you've got both of us, that's for sure.
5: Yeah, um, and so, so it's
2: all, if you didn't miss that train by a few seconds.
5: God, you were meant you, to I, meet her. No, I just hope that anybody out there who's going through um, similar things, just just look. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the outcome is, you, at least you'll know. You'll yeah. be better for it. All
2: right, That's good advice. That's terrifying advice, but good advice yeah. nonetheless. It must
1: be swimming yeah. in
5: your
2: head this morning. Yeah. All right.
1: This is Weekend Breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.
2: We are about to head out of here. We've had a, a pretty hectic hour. Big morning. A big morning this morning. It is Mother's Day tomorrow. Um, we have been talking to people from right around the country who have got different stories about what Mother's Day means to them and a lot of adoption stories and finally meet, we just heard Angela at the age of 45, finally met her birth mother Mm. for the first time after bumping into her biological auntie at a train station.
0: Because her train was five minutes late, like that's the ultimate sliding doors. I've still got tears in my eyes because that's just the most phenomenal stories Mm. and uh, there's just so many of them.
2: Yeah, now uh, this all started, I was talking earlier in the week online and uh, it sort of spread around a little bit that I've never met my biological mother. Um, I was adopted by Mandy and Rod, my mum and dad, when mm-hmm. I was six weeks old. And um, here I actually spoke to my mum. We had like an interview, and this is like my adoptive mum, yeah. because she got married when she was 21. Yep. They tried to have kids a bit later, and uh, I think she was 33, so it was a long time of trying. Wow. Yeah, and but so. Wanting kids to Wanting desperately. kids, wow. yeah. So I sort of spoke to her about that. Have a listen. So tell me, is there a point where you've done IVF a second time yeah. and it hasn't yeah, the worked? The doctor said. How important to you was, was being a mum?
6: Yeah, very, 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 very. Yeah, yeah. Very so important.
2: just doing the maths, between getting married and getting me, it was 12 years.
6: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And nine years of trying, so it's a long time.
2: Was there ever a time when you thought yeah. this might not happen? All the time, because yeah. you
6: don't know. You never know when you're going to get the phone call. My God, you're sitting two years waiting, and you don't know, and you just get a phone call. Like that's bizarre.
2: Yeah. So you so what... you
6: just got to keep going with your life, thinking, that may it may not happen, and then holy shit. <laughs> <us>. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the phone call, and we yeah. went over to the foster mother's home yeah. that night and visited you, yeah. and then the next day went and picked you up.
2: Whoa. Yeah. And so when you get that phone call, I've already... It's not like, oh, this lady's pregnant, so in a few months, it's literally like he's been born. It's like... Uh, no,
6: sh- no it's six, you were five or six weeks
2: old. When you got that phone call?
6: Yeah. Oh, so you weren't yeah, a baby, baby. Like, so
2: there was a time... See, I don't know. So there was a time that you were sitting there going, I don't know if I'm ever going to be a parent when yeah. your child has already been born. Yes. I guess when girls are pregnant they've got nine months or from when they find out to having the baby to kind of build you know a physical mm. and biological yeah bond. connection yeah so i guess when they're born it's like I, oh, you know i've had you inside of me for a long time and it's it straight away was, well, no, they, that's it
6: was no that's not that's not correct either because you've it? still got a bond with the baby no matter whether it's your Physical baby, your physiological baby,
2: yeah. if that's a word,
6: yeah. or or not. You've still got a bond with them. See, some mothers still have problems bonding with their babies when they're yeah. theirs.
2: But was, but was it there a time when, did it take time for me to become this baby you were just given to your no, child? No, not really.
6: No, 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 not at all. That bond was pretty quick. Yeah. Like, Although, looking at you, though, you weren't whatever... What I just had this vision of a child of mine mm. would never have blue eyes. Like yeah, <laughs> that <right>. was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And wouldn't be you were very, very, very pale. Like you're very pale and you were very blotchy and I've got darker skin. Yeah. So you you didn't look like a product of mine. And that was never even challenged. People would never but like people even now wouldn't know Yeah. That we're not connected because there's so many similarities we've got in um, behaviours and connections and other things. They wouldn't even know. Yeah, Yeah. so
2: that's mum chatting.
0: You're so like your mum, though. Yeah. because You really are. Just like funny little things, like the way you hold a glass and your sense of humour. Like, both of you are quite dry and very funny. Like, your mum is hilarious. But it's so funny.
2: Are you saying I'm funny?
0: Sometimes. Uh, (laughs) It's so funny hearing that audio because your mum is so amazing and it just makes sense because... You are a really amazing person, and, and you can just you can see that. And and she's just been such a, a brilliant mother, and and I have so much respect for for her. And as a result, obviously, so much respect for you. And yeah, that's that's really uh, hard to hear, actually, to be honest.
2: Yeah, there's um, <clears throat> you can see that's mum and I sitting in our kitchen. You can see all those videos on the Today FM Facebook she's page. Just
0: raised you to be a really great human being.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to have her, that's for sure. Yeah. So I should probably but call her tomorrow. She's lucky to have
0: you too, by the way. <laughs> I
2: should, yeah, well, I, I tell her that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thank you so much for everyone who's called through this hour and all the messages uh, we've got online as well. It's been a, a pretty big week.
0: Before we go to the yeah. end, before yeah. we finish this show, I've yeah. got to ask, you have been on the project, you've been on Sunrise, you've had this video, uh, and you can check it out right now. It's on the Today FM Facebook page. It's got like 5 million views or something crazy. Out of all this, has your biological mother gotten in contact with you?
2: Not that I know of so far. And when I, by saying that, I've had literally thousands of, like, messages every minute there's a new message, and they're all sort of essays. Yeah. And uh, here's my story, and I feel like the least I can do for someone who's sort of told me their story is read it and reply. Take the time. Yeah. And. I haven't been able to look at all those yet, so it like it's so freaky to think it, it, there could be a message in there somewhere um, from a cousin or a something that knows someone. But at this point, I've had a couple of oh, was it in this town, mm-hmm. or oh, was it this year, or and uh, no, and I'll say it right now, June '87 <laughs> uh, in Melbourne. But um, there's been a couple of sort of soft leads that oh. have ended up being being not quite right. But uh, every time someone messages like that, oh, I just oh, are, are you scared? Yeah, well, it's like terrifying when someone goes, "Oh, could this be?" And I go, "Oh God, maybe it is." Because um, there's a lot of great stories out there, but there's some some sad ones as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just terrified of of what. Yeah, what it's it like might be. Like you want to,
0: but at the same time, it's, some, it's maybe it's unknown is terrifying.
2: It is, but then maybe not knowing what might not be a, a good story is better. So I just I'm very cautious mm-hmm. <laughs> and nervous, but um, who knows. We'll keep us up to date. We'll do. I will do. Um, Thank you so
0: much for for telling your story and and, and to your mum for coming on the air as well and being so honest as well. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And thank you for uh, indulging me.
0: (laughs) Not at all. Um, Happy Mother's Day, Mandy, and to all the other mothers listening in any carnation. Ryan, you have a, a great saying about Mother's Day. You don't have to give birth to someone.
2: You don't need to give birth to someone to be a great mum. Uh, That's something I've learned. There's a lot of great mums around Sydney, so make sure you say Happy Mother's Day to them tomorrow. Uh, We'll chat to you next week. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Bye, Bye Sydney.
1: Bye. It's weekend breakfast with Ryan and Tanya.